Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? So we're going to be talking about, really, there's two ways to pose this. What's the best eating style or approach? And or I hear a lot of people ask me, is X, Y, or Z style the best way to eat? Is it vegan? Is paleo best? Is keto best? Is carnivore diet best? However you want to word that, however you want to phrase that, talking about the same thing. And again, if you're a client of mine, you know how I'm going to probably answer this. And if not, or if you just heard me talk before, you're probably going to know how I'm going to go about this. Um, and I'm not going to just start at this, but or stop just at this, but I'm going to start with it. It depends, right? And you guys hear this, I think, in my opinion, from my experience, um, from the now over a decade of time and going to all these great lectures and talks and hearing the highest level people in, in all these worlds of from nutrition to medical to health and everything in between is the more you know, I feel like the more you're realizing it depends and you won't confidently say this is the answer. It's going to depend again on the person, on the situation, on the dynamics of all these different variations. But I wanted to shed some light. I want to give you guys some resources and give you some not just information, but implementable actions that you can take when it comes to your eating style and to figure out what even works best for you. There's a few things that you can do, you know, with my clients, depending on what package you have, we have testing options that we'll give. We'll do, you know, food sensitivity. We'll do blood work. Um, even on, on the other more baselines, we'll just basically monitor your food and look at it. You can do this for yourself and you can start to get a feel. If you have a decent awareness with your body, you'll start to feel whether if you have a dairy sensitivity that's upsetting your stomach. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, recently it's more so with the gluten and those dynamics. I'm not going to discredit. There's definitely, you know, celiac disease and there's definitely sensitivities there, but I think it gets a little bit uh, broadly claimed where it's may not always the case. And there may just be your body just doesn't feel good with it. That's different than actually having a, uh, an allergic reaction to it. But needless to say, being able to understand how your body responds is a key point. A lot of times I think people do struggle with the awareness side of it. So I'm going to give you guys some actionable steps and let's, let's kind of just look at how to start with this. And this is even with, you know, my first ebook, I wrote the 28 day challenge. This was one thing that I really liked behind it is food elimination is the first step. Okay. Without wanting to spend money on testing or do all these things, you want to do it yourself and start to build a relationship with food and awareness in your body. Let's eliminate pretty much all the foods that are gonna cause a negative reaction, okay? And by saying negative reaction, this stereotypical ones, your meats, animal products, um, processed grains, grains in general, like just really get to the basics of fruits and vegetables, non-processed carbohydrates, and the very, very simple um, kind of carb sources, protein sources and fat sources. Now, that's not to say that people won't have allergies to fruits or vegetables or other foods there. And that's where you can, blood work and um, meal sensitivity testing and food sensitivity testing can be really valuable. But without access to that, this is what we're gonna take action on. So first we eliminate that for, 
often start with five to seven days and it gives you a decent idea of a how you're gonna feel and we what you'll notice in the ebook anyone that has had it before now using our fitness courses that bases some of this stuff off of it um, is we're also gonna work in sometimes some fasting depending on what happens there for some insulin sensitivity or some blood sugar response things, but that's not a standard, okay? It's not what you have to do. It's really more of just limiting the food itself and then slowly but surely reintroduce one food item at a time. And by doing that, if you introduce, for example, let's say we eliminate everything, we're just eating basic fruits, vegetables, um, you know, non-processed carbohydrate sources and things like that, even or from our fats and, and proteins as well. Um, and then you start adding in a bunch of different style of foods all at once you don't really know necessarily where the potential feelings of negative side effects are coming from because there's multiple things coming in so let's just say the first thing we're going to introduce is um, dairy just for example you're just introducing dairy but even more specifically we can say I'm just going to introduce cheeses of all types or just milk or yogurts or maybe even stay in that category and not even start to incorporate um, poultry or eggs and things like that or other meats and animal products all together because you could then introduce all animal products and it may be because you started introducing animal products and dairy it could be just dairy and it's really not the necessarily all the other animal products you're having an issue with so that's one aspect and how you can approach it so with that you start to introduce all these foods you start to take notes like write it down work with a coach with us our team here if you're already a client Obviously, we're, we're setting you up for that. Or if you want to start to do that and you didn't feel ready yet or we haven't started that, let us know. We're happy to work with you on it. Or you're thinking about doing it on your own or you want to get some help. We got you. And doing it on your own, take notes, have that down. That's what we do on the back end, just so you guys know transparently. All the coaches we have, we have notes taken on everyone we get to work with. Not just because I want the client to be able to, I want you to be able to have that information when we're done, but also if another coach comes in, let's say I go on vacation for two weeks. I, I want to enjoy vacation. I, I don't want to have to worry about shit. What did I you know, tell Coach Phil or whomever, Coach Chuck or whatever that this is, I, I have it all noted out. It's a file basically I can hand over to them that they can say, cool, I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to be able, I understand exactly what's going on, where their issues are and whatnot. So take those notes for yourself, have that reference back to it. And then you can start to look back and be like, oh, right. I remember I started to have some issues when I introduced milk and stuff back into my body. And that's what was giving me an issue. So I'm going to just stay away from that for a while and see how that goes. So that's one dynamic of thinking about the foods that work best for you. The other component is looking what you want to get out of your eating. Is it not just a biological choice? Is it a moral choice or an ethical choice? For example, what I mean by that is like a vegan type of approach or a vegetarian approach or well, I don't know, whatever different style or how pescatarian um if you don't for if it's like a cruelty to animal thing that's a, and, and then you can even make arguments like you can even still eat meat in a really um kind of uh locally sourced manner that unfortunately yeah you're killing an animal but it's a lot less cruel and like i personally like locally sourced food as much as possible that's why i love living in Asheville in North Carolina, because A, I'm going to start to go hunting more and fishing, but I also, there's a lot of locally sourced things and a lot of places have that, but I think Asheville is cool because the diversity of the plants and the farmland and all of the dynamics there, it's, I can go 10 minutes down the road. I can have a local farm that I know um, 
well, it's actually, they're not, they come from like, let's say an hour away, um, but it's 10 minutes from my house at the local farmer market. Um, and you can have that in good quality, you know, like how many hands touched it, all that fun stuff. Um, same thing with the, all the different fruits and vegetables and choices and carbs and grains and fun stuff like that. But specifically looking at that, you could say, all right, well, this is an ethical choice or a moral choice, just as much as a biological choice. That's different. Or that's something to just take into consideration. That's how you can help understand, is this the right style for me? Or if it's a pure performance, if you're an athlete or you're a, a fitness individual or athletic individual that wants performance out of it, you're trying to win at something or trying to get a reward from something, then we have to understand not just, okay, you know, yeah, how does my body feel? But also what's the most, it's really tied into the body, honestly, but like what's the most efficient for energy and that's going to get me to my goal. For example, if you know, you like being keto because of how lean you look, for example, and you're just like running off of fat, but you're also doing very high intense energy powerlifting may not be the best move because even when, again, we look at research and again, if you guys want to see links and stuff like that, I'm more than happy to send it to you, reach out to me and I'll send you the, the references that I have. Um, being able to perform at your best may not be in a line with that style of eating. Or if you're running, let's say marathon or endurance running, maybe it is. And maybe you actually like eating carbs, but maybe the best move for you and running off of a fuel source could be uh, a keto variation, or maybe just working metabolically flexible uh, nutrition protocols. For example, on high days, running off carbohydrates, and on low days, using more of a fat-based. And, and there, it takes time to get you there. Not everyone can do it as easily as others. So there's certain dynamics there for sure. But that's a big component. And that's ultimately what I want to get you guys to understand is being able to know there's not just one simple answer, like, hey, this is hands down the best. And there's documentaries and arguments and other people. And listen, I'm just one person. Don't just listen to me if you don't want to, but just take, hear what I'm saying for you and take it with a grain of salt is there's so much you have to take into your personal experience. And that's why I think having a coach, having a professional you trust to help you make that decision is really important because there's so many variables to consider. Um, so having that said, now we start to understand, all right, food elimination, we introduce foods, we see what we want. Now we're being mindful of the actual activity or the goal that we have. That's how you piece it together. So let's say if we took an athlete, now let's just take maybe a corporate professional, for example, someone that's a high performer at work. Um, you know, they like working out, they want to see their goals and they want to maybe like max out and do two times their body weight on a deadlift, but and feel good and have abs and whatnot. But they don't really need to perform for a particular thing. They just have those as side goals to motivate them. And they want to feel good and have longevity in life and perform and all that. So then and that's a different approach and let's say you also um you're gonna have a social dynamic to that too. So taking in the social dynamic of where you're at and how comfortable do you feel with saying like, oh no, I can't have that because X, Y, or Z or whatever have you. And that's fine. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that or you should, but just be mindful of all those pieces. So when we're looking at what's best, all of those things embodied together are how you're gonna to have to answer that question. So I hope that's kind of helpful and that makes sense to you. Again, if you guys have questions, you want more details there, let me know. But I want to just recap, recap that with three kind of actionable steps here just to make sure you guys are hearing me. First, clean, we'll call it a cleanse. I mean, it's kind of like a marketing word sometimes, truthfully. But when I say cleanse, I don't mean like you need to take special supplements and shit. Your body's really good at cleansing itself out, but you have to eliminate certain foods like sugars and processed items to allow it to, to run properly. And then you can reintroduce food. So the first thing is quote unquote, cleanse your body and reintroduce foods. The second is map out what's important to you 
from what you're getting from your nutrition? Is it a moral or ethical choice as well as a biological choice? Or is there some other dynamic there? That's the second thing. And the third thing is being able to actually see what works for you in a sustainable manner. If let's say hypothetically, I know, um, let's just say from a combination of morality and ethical reasons and how my body feels, I like vegan, but as an athlete and as the dynamics of where I'm at, I'm just not able to get B vitamin and proteins that I want with all the different supplements and choices I need to have for whatever reason. And my career might be more important than my current ethical or moral decision. Not that I'm agreeing with that. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't or disagree. I'm just giving you this as an example. Then that changes how we approach it. Like, all right, we tried that, but it's not sustainable based on my career or how I feel or my budget or I don't know, whatever other issues that could come up. So the sustainability is that third piece to keep it over the long haul. That's how you can decide um, or use those information tips to help you decide and take action and implement that into your lifestyle. So I hope that was helpful, y'all. I appreciate you guys and I will check you next time. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.